Hello, and welcome back to Inside Azamara. I'm Paul. And I'm Dinah. Coming up on this episode. From a systems perspective, we're getting a new reservation system. So we are getting the latest and greatest proven technology that's out there to make sure that we capture every detail that we can. Also, as an independent company, we thrive on very personal service on board and really recognizing individuals. And I think now our systems will help us do that for our trade partners. We talk to Michelle Lardisabal and Patrice Willoughby, our chief sales officers for North America and international sales. Together, they explain the work that goes into supporting our network of travel agents around the globe. Also, they talk about the importance of WAVE, a term used a lot in the industry, which may be a mystery to some of our listeners. Also on the episode... I joined Azamara back in um, the very end of September 2009. So yes, I've been here for quite a while. New for season two, we're taking an Azamara flashback to a lesser known moment of Azamara history as seen through the eyes of those who were there. So thanks for joining us as we go Inside Azamara. It's the start of 2023, and who better to talk to than the incredible sales team during our busiest sales period of the year? We caught up with Michelle Ardisabal and Patrice Willoughby, our chief sales officers, and asked them why this time of year is so important and what's going on behind the scenes in the world of Azamara sales. Welcome to the show, Michelle and Patrice. Thank you very much for joining us today. Before we get into the questions, let's get to know you a little bit better. This is what we call the elevator introduction. So, Michelle, kick us off with the introduction to yourself. What brought you to the Azamara family? I think if there is such a thing as a, a travel bug, I certainly was bit with it about two decades ago when I started in cruise, actually with the royal family. And in particular, I had at that time the opportunity to sail on Azamara. And boy, did it delight and surprise and just get me more ingrained in terms of destination immersion and just how amazing that experience is and how there's a market for it. So fast forward, I jumped from cruise to tour to land and had a wonderful conversation with Carol in terms of the independence of Azamara and continuing to build upon that strength that Azamara has as a foundation in terms of destination immersion. And I was absolutely 100% in for the journey that we have ahead of us. It's really exciting to be a part of Azamara family. Thank you. And Patrice, how did you come to be part of the family? It was a long and winding road. I actually have been in travel as well my entire career. In every part of travel, actually, I started as a travel agent and from there progressed to various places. I lived overseas for 16 years in the UK and about 20 other countries. And then I opened international for a company called Virtuoso. So I've been doing international quite a long time and I was brought to Azamara as well. During their change from the sales and marketing split from the Royal Group, and we were building, obviously, our international teams as a separate entity and then followed by our purchase. So I came to the Azamar family three years ago, saw us through the international change and then through COVID. <laughs> and now we're in this fantastic position where we're building an independent company around the world for our global partners, for our global guests, our shipboard teams, and of course, our sales teams everywhere. So it's it's really a very cool place to be right now. Well, Michelle, I want to direct the first question to you. I mean, we're about to embark on a massive change within Azamara, the sales team, technology. For anyone who doesn't know, can you explain what's about to happen and why it's so important as we embark on being an independent company? 
Why is it important? Because it's really bringing us to a whole new level that we can really embrace not just our guests, but our travel partners, our crew. I mean, the technology that we're bringing on through our transition to become a standalone brand is really remarkable and something that will catapult us forward in terms of how we can deliver destination immersion going forward. So for us, it's not just about the separation, but it's how do we take take what we're doing today and bring it to the next level? And how do we use technology to do that? How do we use our structure to do that? And it just is helping us just deliver a better and better experience for our guests in the long run. So we're really excited about it. Change is always nerve wracking, but they say is change or die. So um, we are thriving and living and can't wait for this next part of our journey. What would you say the biggest change is? As a company, we are so familiar with the systems and the processes. What are the changes that people can expect? From a systems perspective, we're getting a new reservation system. So we are getting the latest and greatest proven technology that's out there to make sure that we capture every detail that we can to ensure a smooth journey for our guests and as well as through the booking process for our travel partners that are out there actively selling and marketing our company. I think the one thing that has not changed, and this is really important, is just the phenomenal experience that we have on board. We still just have this amazing crew that delivers time and time again. And so that's a real comfort as we're seeing our company evolved is that our experience on board is just as delightful as it was a couple of years ago. And we continue to look at how do we embrace our guests while on board pre and post to make it the best of vacation of their life, really. So Patrice, there's been a lot of changes or will be a lot of changes in the IT systems. How does this impact the travel agents and the guests? What can they look forward to as positive change? Well, I think it's going to be great change for everyone, certainly for the travel partners as an independent company with a brand new reservation system that's incredibly easy to use. They're going to feel it's so much easier to book us and to work with us. I mean, we really want to be the easiest company to work with out there. And I think this is really putting us on that path. Also, as an independent company, we thrive on very personal service on board and really recognizing individuals. And I think now our systems will help us do that for our trade partners. And we'll be able to give them much better service, much more individualized service, and be able to recognize their individual contributions. I just think overall, we'll all have a lot more time, less time processing and working around systems and more time having conversations, building business, working with the shipboard teams to enhance what they do, to give them more support. I can see it only as a plus plus, although change is difficult. I think in this case, it's just going to be difficult for a very short period. And then it's going to give us a platform to really be exactly what we are, a very small, independent and very personalized cruise company. So, Michelle, this is happening in a very interesting time of the year. We're in the middle of WAVE. Would you be able to explain to us, for those that don't know, what is WAVE and why it's so important for the cruise industry? Wave is a special time of the year. We like to refer it as a tidal wave of bookings that happens in January, February, and March of every year. The insights of the cruise industry just kind of met in terms of this is the time of the year where your holidays have passed, you're getting into the groove of the year, as well as whether you're up north and it's cold, you want to come down to the Caribbean. So go back probably a few decades and the Caribbean was the hot market for cruising, especially in the U.S. And it just made sense to really market heavily during this period. So 
cruise lines really went after, especially in the U.S. market, a lot of offers is when you could see some of the best offers of the year and really marketed to people that were ready to look at what am I going to do this year for vacation and where do I want to go? And of course, we want Azamara top of mind during that consideration. So for us, Wave is incredibly important. It sets us up for the year and, and for the following year. And we're in the middle of it. And it is truly a tidal wave. It is shaping up to be our best wave ever, which is really wonderful and refreshing to say. So that explains a little bit about the name. And I can understand it for people in North America who are cold and their temperature and their, their house is dropping. So they're looking for somewhere warm in the Caribbean to go. But Patrice, what about people on the other side of the world? It's summertime for them. Is it still wave for them? Well, it's only summertime below the equator where our ships are. It's still wintertime everywhere else. And as you know, the ships follow the sun. So for the Northern Europeans and anybody above the equator, they're looking for a warm weather holiday. And when cruise started to grow internationally and become as a large force as it was here in the U.S., people were already taking their holidays, you know, by going to beach resorts, by going, you know, to Africa, to Australia during this time. And of course, a lot of these people have a lot more vacation than the Americans. And so they tend to take longer breaks away. So wave is a worldwide phenomenon. It happens everywhere. It's just that people buy different things. In Australia, it is actually summer right now. And below the equator in our markets in Latin America, it's summer right now. But again, they're very short-term bookers. So they're looking at the Latins at next year Europe, they're already thinking about shopping and getting back to Europe. The Australians the same. They're focused on when can we get back to Europe in the summer, in the European summer. So it's just a different focus, but the same phenomenon. This is the time of year when everybody's really looking to book next year's holiday. And the wave across the international markets has been fantastic this year as well, really coming back strong, really starting to represent our true international phenomenon that we have so many guests from so many different cultural backgrounds. And I think this year will be the best wave yet internationally as well. So you raise a really good point that people have more vacation in Europe and Australia, New Zealand. How does that change the way that people shop? Do they look for different locations or it just longer voyages or back to back? What's the behavior change there? I think the Australians are probably the best example because when you leave Australia, it's a very expensive job to get a ticket to come anywhere. It's a very long way away from anywhere. And so the Australians tend to back to back. They go and visit friends and family. They go to Europe to shop. They take their cruise. So they take a four-week holiday. That's the norm, three to four weeks. And that because they're going to spend the airfare once, they put it all together. So whether it's a back-to-back -back cruise, whether they're putting it together with ending up in Europe to see some family or to visit some relatives, they tend to do that. Again, the Latins tend to go for two or three weeks as well. Again, if they're traveling over to Asia, which is one of their favorite destinations, then they would obviously want to maximize their time over there. So yeah, pieing patterns are different and where people go tends to be different. But luckily for us, the way our ships sail around the world and visit all destinations you could dream of, we have something for everyone. So that's why we're truly a great international company. Michelle, as we have mentioned, we stepped out as an independent company. How has the travel agent community responded? Um, what are they saying about Azamara in its place in the cruise industry? I had the pleasure of being out in San Francisco at a Virtuoso conference just last week. And I can tell you the reception as we were explaining the transition, the launch of our new reservation system, the launch of our new travel partner portal was phenomenal and very, very positive. 
when travel partners look at the companies that they work with, they want to work with someone that they know that when they put a client on board, that client's going to come back again and again. And they have that confidence with us. So anything that we can bring to the table to help them be more efficient, be easier to do business with, they are all for. And this upgraded reservation system, really, it's a giant leap for us in terms of what we're able to do and the functionality that provides our travel partners when booking. And even for our guests on our website. We'll have a new website as well. It's really, really taking us forward to a place that makes us top of mind in terms of being easy to do business with and really offering an experience while booking us that's equivalent to the marvelous experience while traveling with us. So it's a win-win all around and they're ready for it. A question maybe help us understand the, the gravity of the travel agent community. We've all grown up with travel agents as part of our lives as we've been traveling. How important are they now? You mentioned guests going via the website, but how much business and how much involvement do travel agents still have with the brand? Extreme importance. They are the majority of how we deliver our guests on board. So they're a priority for us and they're part of the thought process and everything that we do. And I can tell you, as through COVID, what we've seen in studies time and time again is showing that the usage of a travel advisor is at its peak and it continues to grow. And part of that is because of the incredible service that travel partners will provide. I can tell you outside of cruising with Azamara, my last vacations have always used a travel advisor. What they bring to the table is very rich. And I think one of the things as a consumer is that our time is so precious these days. As we all know, when we were at home through COVID, you can get lost in different websites. And especially when you're going somewhere magical and a bucket list item, it just makes sense to talk to someone that has the experience and the know-how and can help you really craft the best use of that time. So crafting your cruise and adding on one of our amazing pre or post land packages to really make that a full experience to that destination that you've been just dying to go to or has been on your bucket list that you finally want to check off. So really important part of delivering the ASMR experience for us. Would you say it's the same for the international community as well? Even more important, you know, where we don't have as many people. Absolutely. I mean, I think for us, trade partners are really us. In many markets, we have representation from other companies and they are us in the market and they have 10 plus years experience as long as we've been around as a brand and they love us. You know, they've traveled on our ships, they've met all our crew. And so it's the same thing as having each of us in, in each market. So yeah, it's so important that we work through the trade. They provide the brand awareness that helps us become more visible in market, as well as all the products that we sell in addition to cruise, you know, our land packages in the international markets, we sell a lot of air because they tend to buy a more packaged product uh, and want it all in one place. So you can buy air and land and the cruise all together. And that's pretty normal throughout Europe. So, yeah, I think uh, our trade partners throughout the world have been with us a long time, love our product. And I think with what we're doing on the res side and just in terms of our people who have a lot of experience, we are providing them with as much service as we can. And they, in turn, feel confident working with us and bringing new guests to Azamara. And how do you get the message out to them? The world is huge. 
how do you go about connecting with these people? The world's not as big as you think, Paul, trust me. <laughs> I mean, actually, you know, with all that's available in today's world in terms of communications, we communicate to trade partners and guests in every possible way. I mean, with, with our trade partners, we have newsletters, meetings, Zoom calls, constant updates. We go through everything with them. We provide them with all of the collateral that we produce, brochures, flyers, anything, you know, and when we're doing going through this training, we're providing them with a range of training opportunities. And also on our website, one sign-in takes them not only to our booking platform in the new world that we'll be in shortly, but also to Azamara Connect, which will give them the tools they need to market, give them the training tools they can share with their staff everything in one place. So for us, our travel partners just go literally to Azamar Connect and they have everything that they need. And of course, our guests will go to our website and be able to find all the tools that they need as well to make a booking or to contact their travel agent with their newest and latest bucket list trip. And I'll jump onto that because I, I know we just have an incredible team here too at Azamar. The sales team is truly passionate about travel, passionate about Azamar, and passionate about working with our travel partners. And that flows into our contact center that is taking calls for both our travel partners and our guests. And time and time again, it is wonderful to hear from our guests and our travel partners that just say, we love calling into your contact center and hearing just such knowledgeable agents, as well as people just wanting to help and assist us. So we appreciate that. So a big thank you to all our travel partners and guests that have shared those sentiments because we take them to heart and that's something that that we want to deliver time and time again is an incredible experience whether it's shoreside or shipboard with Azamara. So you've spoken a few areas that our travel agents and guests can go to get more information. Where can we guide them? Once agents connect into our new system or sign into our new system once, they will be able to access everything. The reservations platform, all of the marketing tools, all the education tools, everything they need to work with us. It's a single sign-in that gives them access to everything that's Azamara, and Azamara Connect is that place. So there are lots of ways that we can also connect with them. Of course, our sales teams are constantly out talking to them, doing in-office visits and training them and making sure that they have all the tools they need. We do Zoom calls overseas to all of our partners around the world to make sure that we can answer their questions, bring them on board with anything new. And of course, there's so many ways to connect. We often have even people in the teams back in the in-head office, whether it's a commercial issue or any kind of issue we want to discuss connect as well with our partners via all the different channels that we use. So our partners know they can reach us anywhere. And I think the most important part of that is we're a very responsive company and we really want to know our partners and to be able to work with them just like our shipboard staff know our guests and work with them. So I think that the easier we make it and the more simple we are, which I think after this change will be one of the simplest companies to work with, the better it's going to be for everyone to just build relationships. Because that's, after all, why all of us are in the travel business and all of us travel is to meet people, connect with destinations, you know, immerse yourself in new cultures and just learn. It's a, it's a big learning experience. Well, it sounds like very exciting times for us. So I'm super excited to see how this transition happens and how amazing the new technology is going to help our travel partners, our guests, our, our teams across the globe. 
Michelle, what do you think is one of the most important things that we have to look forward to? What is the future for our travel agents with all of this new systems and processes and all the fun stuff we have coming down the pipeline? When I think back to last year with the opening of our office here, which is where we're talking to you from in Coconut Grove, Florida, I think about the bringing on of Onward, our our fourth ship in the fleet, and just how we're growing and expanding is just such an opportunity for our guests in terms of exploring the world, no matter where it is with Azamara, as well as our partners that are, are really developing and growing a strong business with a strong partner that they feel confident in and enjoy selling, right? We're selling amazing experiences with Azamara and you know we wanna get the word out. We want to embrace our trade partners and really make this a home for everyone and inclusive of the Azamara family. So for us, I think the biggest thing is the more that we can grow and expand and try new things, it benefits not just our guests, but our travel partners as well. Patrice, what are you most looking forward to over, say, the next five years? Well, I'm really excited because now International, as an independent company, has the ability to find new opportunities. And, and we have the opportunity now to really get to know our partners as an individual brand, not part of a larger company. So we'll be able to grow new relationships build new bridges, and simplify. It can be complicated doing business in some parts of the world, but the easier we build our systems, the more global our outlook. And our teams here in the U.S. are building all kinds of linkage that will make it very easy for us to be a global company. We're already a global company on our ships. We travel all over the world. We have millions of nationalities traveling with us, on us. Our crew are very multifaceted. So I think this is just the last piece in the puzzle. I'm looking really forward to once we settle the new reservation system down, just being able to turn our attention now, again, to building new opportunities, finding ways for our partners to interact that are new and opening new doors. I think that's always a really exciting part of the business that perhaps we've been a bit distracted from. So for me, it's definitely going to be what else is out there and what else can we do to make everybody's experience with Asmara that much better. So on behalf of everyone who's listening, most people I speak to know how important the roles that you perform are, but really it's given us an opportunity to talk a little bit deeper and to understand more. And thank you very much for joining us today. On behalf of everyone, it's been a pleasure chatting with you and good luck with the transition. Good luck with the rest of the year. We are all fingers crossed that 2023 is going to be the best and strongest strongest year ever for the company. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Dinah. Hello to everyone. And come sail with us soon. Definitely. Thank you both. Really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see you all on Azamara soon. It's episode one of season two. I can't believe they've led us back on the microphone again. I know these podcasts are so much fun and you get to learn so much about Azamara. And it's only right that we kick it off with a new segment to the podcast. New for 2023, each episode will be taking an Azamara flashback, where someone will chat about an Azamara moment in history seen through their eyes. To kick us off, we have Signa Bjorndal, the director of Onboard Cruise, Sales and Entertainment. As she takes us back to the very beginning, let's listen in as Signa reminisces over coffee about the early days. 
I joined Azamara back in um, the very end of September 2009. So yes, I've been here for quite a while. Actually, it was at the split from Celebrity. I was one of the first employees, I guess. There was only four of us at the time. And since I handled marketing at the time, that is when we started building out who Azamara is, what our brand platform is, destination immersion, Azamara Club Cruises, the logo, everything. So it was quite fun being one person in marketing. <laughs> so we sat on the fourth floor in the 1050 building at Port of Miami, the Royal offices. And as they were building out our offices, we were sitting in these tiny little cubes. And for those of you who know Francisco, our CFO, we were sitting in our little cubes next to each other and just doing a little thing. Hardly ever have time to talk or look up or anything, but it was so exciting at the time. It really was. It was a new venture, right? What was your happiest memory? There's so many. I think one of them was when we relaunched, I guess, which was at the beginning, uh, actually April 1st and April 9th of 2010. We only had the two ships back then, right? And since then, the trajectory of the company has was just like better every single year. And it was awesome. What do you say your proudest moment from back then would be? So it's kind of funny because I was spending probably 80% of my time on a new brochure for a brand that we really didn't know what was going to be yet. We came out with a brochure that was totally oversized, probably twice the size of a normal brochure. It looked beautiful. It was a beautiful brochure, but it didn't say much about us. The travel agents got really upset about the big book. So it created visibility for us and awareness. So it worked. Then, of course, then after that, we had our positioning down and we started working through the destination immersion and all of that good stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting times. And Larry and I laughed about that a few times. Of course, we went back to normal size, but we did get the attention. A lot of fun, a lot of hard work, but it was so incredibly exciting. Thanks for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed the sneak peek behind the scenes. And as always, make sure to like, follow and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. All Inside Azamara podcasts are now available on major podcast platforms. For more information about Azamara, you can find the brand's LinkedIn page at linkedin.com slash Azamara. We're also on Instagram, Azamara Voyages. So make sure to follow us and like our content. For career opportunities, please go to azamara.com in the bottom, you can find career opportunities. And finally, look out for the next episode as we're introducing you to more people inside Azamara.